Hello, everybody. This is uh, John Lint, lead programmer of VB Digital Lab LLC. So, you guys are listening to or watching the BB and J podcast. Excellent to be reaching your eyes and ears. Um, today, we're going to be talking about five tips to improve your website. Uh, maybe a bit of a gimmicky title, but these are things that, in my time as a web designer, I have found are just easy, straightforward, and they get the job done. Is this going to turn your, your website from a $5 to a million dollar website? No, but you're not gonna have a good website if you, unless you're doing these things specifically. So, first thing, most straightforward, Easiest thing to do, thing you need to do before anything else. The first thing you need to do when you are improving your website is testing the load speed. You, if you really want to do it the old fashioned way, you can uh, open a, an incognito or a private browser and search up your website and click on it because since none of the information is stored, it's like it's searching it for the first time. It's not perfect. It's not as good as doing it through another, another party. Um, but it doesn't, it, 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 it's a easy alternative, an easy way. The way that I would personally recommend is you go and you, you search up something like website speed test. There's a million and one free tools that you can access to, to see how fast your load speed is. So you go, you search your URL, start with the homepage, but if you're concerned about specific pages then you can search them, um, like I said, there's not a specific one that comes to mind. Just search it, you find one that's free and it'll get the job done. It'll, it'll do what you need to do, how you need to do it, how you need to do it. If you're doing it en masse, if you're, um, searching a lot of pages or you want it done in specific parameters, then it does make more sense to um, use like a, a paid program. But if you're just doing a basic, how fast is my homepage load, then you can use one of the, the free services available online. If you are wondering like, do I need to improve the page? I mean, first you need to focus on, the, I mean, the user experience doesn't matter very much. Like if they go to your site, no matter how optimized and SEO-y it is, if it's not good, if it's not um, user-friendly, then none of that matters, you know? But, if everything looks good on the front end, on the user end side of it, and it's very user friendly, then the question becomes, how is it doing on the back end? Easiest way to tell that something's up is a slow load speed. A lot of the other things we're gonna mention in this video have to cause a slow load speed. And um, so that is a slow page speed is a, is a good, uh, is, a, is a common symptom, so to speak. 
uh, of these issues. If you have a page load speed under, I'd say, three seconds, then on the back end, your page is probably more or less fine. You know, make sure that you, you do actually do that, the incognito or private browser uh, search of your site, just in case something loads weirdly or you know, certain elements load slower than expected. And just to have that secondary verification, but the, the easiest metric to track it by is the looking at the overall page load speed. As I mentioned, below three seconds is ideal. If you have a ton of media, you need to be a little more mindful of it, but then it make, it, it's a, I'd say five seconds or less is, is acceptable still. Um, but if it's, if it's above five, if it's above seven, then you have something seriously wrong with the page or the site itself. And it's time to start looking into the things that I'm going to mention to see if that's causing problems. The co most common reason that you'd be having issues with load speed, the reason that things might load out of order or th things might load in a weird way on your site is your images. And the second tip I'm gonna give you is optimize your image. Uh, let me rephrase that. The second tip I'm gonna give you is optimizing your images. You, you see an image, it looks good. It looks really good maybe, like really, really good. You open it in a new tab and it's like a full page and it still looks really good. Well, that's kind of a problem. Um, an uncompressed image, sorry about that. I just had to adjust a little bit um, for those of you who are listening. But as I was saying, If your image is too big or if your, your media in general is using too much, is, is taking up too much space, is using too much data, um, then it's gonna be a problem. It's gonna slow down your load time. That's going to, it, it, it's a balance in terms of search engines. Search engines prefer high quality images, but too high, and they recognize that that's gonna weaken the, the load speed. And load speed is a big factor in how your um, pages are ranked. So do be, do be mindful of that, both for front end and back end. Um, one of the easiest ways, it's not the most uh, scalable, I'd say, is to adjust the image. Um, is just to make it smaller. I mean, I'll be honest. I will go. I will. I will go into periodically. Um, if I need an image to be smaller, I'll just go into Paint. Um, or I, I'm sure that Mac Apple has a an equivalent program, um, and you can just resize an image. I mean, you can do that in most image viewing applications. You just make it a little bit smaller 
Um, so the image quality is going to be a little bit lower, but that's as long as that's not like super visible, you're not going to have a problem. Uh, I know some applications they they can help with like compressing it or done doing it in a more um, uniform and routine manner. So if you have a program that that is more advanced that can help like compress your images to certain sizes, I would 100% recommend doing that instead. Um, you're going to be a lot better off doing that and it's going to be a lot safer and more reliable. But in general, compressing an image, once again, there, there are free tools and services that you can use for that. But if you're doing it in bulk or in mass, if you want to have it in a more automated fashion, then I'd recommend doing a paid service. Um, but yeah, image compressing, it gen, I mean, I've seen a page load time go from 13 seconds to three seconds just because we compressed the images. Because th these images were like gigantic, um, like 4,000 by 5,000 pixels. For those of you who aren't super versed in how big that is, that, that is a large image. That's, that's larger than you need for most things. Um, are there times where it's kind of unavoidable? Yeah, like if you need it to be printed out and you need it to be high quality, or but be mindful that when you're doing new graphics, new images, new animations, like is this bigger than it needs to be? Is this more, is this high? I, I, I don't like, to, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of phrasing it this way, but is it higher quality than it needs to be? Um, but that's something that you can figure out by looking at the page load speed. Like I was talking about, going back to that, that, that basic metric, you, you optimize your images and you say, okay, does this, the, has this lowered the page load speed? And if it has significantly lowered the page load speed, as I've said, I've seen it go, go down like nine, nine seconds, six seconds. Five seconds. Like this is a reliably, uh, this is a reliable and consistent way to improve your page load time. It doesn't lowering the image quality a little bit or compressing it doesn't significantly damage user experience, and it significantly it is significantly enhances user experience. In, in fact, because um, people want to get to their page, people want to get to the content. And the advent of the internet and modern technology means that things come very fast. People expect things to come fast. So if you aren't, if, if your page isn't reaching them quickly, that's gonna drastically increase your bounce rate, which is people coming to the site and staying for, I think like almost immediately going back. So staying less than a few seconds and not engaging with the content. That is damaging to your page ranking. That is very damaging to your SEO and all those different metrics on the back end. So make sure that your images are optimized. The third thing, the, the third tip I'd, I'd recommend for 
improving your page, little tip and trick is get an SEO plugin. If you're using a, a website builder or a, a, a page builder, um, such as WordPress, Wix, um, Shopify, and any of the major ones, you're gonna have plugins. And these are usually third-party applications that enhance your site so you don't have to do a ton of coding on your end or you don't have to make up a, a thousand and one applications modify the structure of the site or, or, or what have you and there are excellent well-tested well heavily utilized and effectively utilized plugins for improving your seo so these do things like check how the overall SEO of specific pages are, how the SEO of the site is, um, allows you to insert keywords and tags, it kind of helps you with that process. Um, get, oftentimes giving some advice on specific actions you need to take to improve the overall SEO oriented or search engine optimization, I should have clarified, um, which is just how easily can search engines find your site and critically how easy people searching you can find you. Um, so get, get it if you don't, get one if you don't. You, if if you have a, a specific platform that you wanna use and you're not sure which one to use, you're not sure which um, SEO plugin to use, just search, like if I had a Shopify store, I'd say SEO plugin Shopify. And there's going to be articles recommending the best ones. You, you check a few, you see, okay, these are consistently ranked highly. Let's do it. And that's going to be a gigantic, a tremendous boost to in a very scalable manner because you don't have to test everything out to minutia yourself, how your site is doing. The easy trick, not trick, but it, that's my tip of sustainably and reliably across platforms improving your site, get an SEO plugin application, whatever the, the platform calls it. The fourth, the, the yeah, the, sorry. The, the fourth um, tip I'd give you on improving your website health is hire a copywriter. It's a, it can be a little expensive, and it, but it's an investment. Um, as I always say, are you playing to win or are you playing to not lose? Are you playing to make, are you, are you trying to make money or are you trying to save money at the cost of profit? I, would re I personally would recommend focusing on the profit rather than the than think about it in terms of cost. A copywriter is going to help, especially with branded content. If you're, if you're targeting a specific demographic, you want the copy of the site to, to reflect that. If you're an excellent writer and you have all the time in the world, by all means, write your copy. You should probably be writing copy for other people if that's the case. But if your time is more valuable than that, for the work you're doing. If that's not what you're specializing in, um, 
then you should hire, you should, get, you should get a copywriter, either as a private contractor or on staff. Um, I mean, I personally do a lot of the copywriting, but that's just because I, A, enjoy it, and B, I do it for our clients. So, you know, I'm the copywriter that they hire. Um, so I think it's important for me to work on that personally so that I have a better, almost like, you know, continue to train and practice and, and, and develop my skills. But if you're, if that's not the skill you're trying to develop, then that's not a good use of your time. Let's say that, you know, I, I had a cupcake shop. I, I, I know I always do the, the cupcake um, analogies and metaphors. The, the, the skill, the technique and the quality that I bring is my ability to make cupcakes. I might be a good writer, but that is, that's not why I'm there. That's not why I, I have a cupcake shop. I don't have a cupcake shop so I can write Facebook posts about the cupcake shop. I have a cupcake shop so I can make cupcakes. And especially for making gourmet cupcakes, my priority should be that, because that's a big ticket item. I should hire someone whose specialty, whose priority, whose time is best used writing copy. This can be an ongoing thing. This can be a, a one-time thing. But to clarify, a one-time thing as in not continuously doing, but you, you do update your copy periodically. And um, to clarify for those of you who don't know, copy just refers to um, short, medium, or, or long form text uh, online, especially. So a copywriter is someone who writes for businesses, essentially. Like uh, if I, like writing a Facebook post is, is an example of writing copy. Writing an ad is writing copy. Um, and it's, it is a skill and it takes work and, and development. So when you're, when you have copy on your site, I mean, I talk about this all the time. Your site is a reflection of you on the online space. Make sure that what you're reflecting is quality. Quality in your work and the, the, the products you produce, but also quality in things like your copy. So get someone who's competent. Get someone who's trained, who's experienced. I know you're probably thinking, well, I can do it myself. I can write that myself. But if it doesn't get results, then you just wasted money. You just wasted time critically. If like, I, I do have a little bit of experience writing ad copy, but my, my, my specialty isn't really like the banner ads. So if I started writing banner ads for the company and devoting that time and money into fit into, for example, Facebook ads, I'm wasting that time. I'm wasting that money. And, and I, I could have invested in someone who specializes in, in copywriting for those, like those banner ads, for example, who would actually get results, who would get money. So it's not that I'm just losing money in time. I'm missing out on potentially gained time and money that I could have been getting. And that time's not coming back. That money's not coming back. That money I could have got in new leads, new clients, new, new deals, new closings is gone. 
invest in a copyright. My final tip for you of improving your website is connect a CRM to your site. Let me re rephrase that a little bit. The last tip that I'm gonna give you today about how to improve your site is connect a CRM. What is a CRM? A CRM is a client resource manager. Client resource management, usually software. Um, so a CRM is going to help you engage in a scalable manner with your, your let me look this up. This is because I just realized a CRM is a customer customer relationship management. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, I don't know. I don't know why I thought it was. If you want to improve your site, if you want to scalably improve the engagement of your site, get a CRM and connect it. At the very least, your your landing pages for whatever products or services you should have you have should be connected. Um, your even your contact page should be connected because this allows you to reliably, sustainably, and scalably connect with your audience, engage with your audience, and continue to engage with them. So you don't have to manually send out all these different emails. You don't have to manually make up these mailing lists. You have that information in a centralized uh, program that you can use for all the engagement in the world. Um, people like consistency. And if you're not providing them with consistency, they're not, you're not gonna be on their mind. How do you get consistent content? Through a CRM. How do you consistently, easily, and reliably get even like contact information for people who do the contact us? I mean, I, I don't know how many clients it's been. I cannot tell you how many people I've met with who say, oh, um, we don't have a CRM, we just, manually enter it into an Excel sheet. That's not a good, <laughs> having to, to spend your time doing that is not a good use of your time. Having, and then having all those risks of a typo, of the file going missing, of um, it being ordered improperly, do you, you should not be taking that big of a risk when there is a safer and more reliable alternative. You think you're doing it your own way, but you're doing it a worse way. Get a CRM, connect it to your site, and people who visit your site, you'll be able to, you'll be able to engage with them. You'll be able to engage with them consistently. And that consistency is a tremendous quality in and of itself. With the engagement, you should probably get some degree of a copywriter, or at least if you're making it yourself, you need someone to review it and make sure everything's good. But, you know, that proof of performance, that continuous engagement is best done and most sustainably and scalably, whatever other adjectives you want to add is done through a CRM. So to uh, bring it all together, five tips. 
check your page load time or your page speed. Optimize your images. Get an SEO improving plugin. Hire a copywriter and connect a client, a customer relationship manager or CRM to your site. Those are my five tips to improve your website. Um, obviously not an exhaustive list, but they will help immensely. And a lot of issues are caused by people not addressing those, those, those key problems and they kind of spiral out. Um, thank you so much for listening and or watching. I, I do appreciate it. You can leave a uh, question or comment, suggestion or consideration, what have you, um, in the, the comments of this video or this audio. I, I, if they have comments in an audio, who knows where it goes at some point. You can also go to bbdigitallab.com slash podcast. There you can... Um, there, there you can leave a, a question or, I mean, I guess what I just mentioned, uh, the same thing. You just ask away, hit that submit button, and I will do my best to address it. Um, I'd like to thank you so much for watching and listening. I would like to note um, that this Thursday is the uh, second one of Bridget's marketing podcast episodes. So make sure to check that out as well. And you can also view the previous episode of hers, um, which I believe is focusing on sales pages in, it's, I'm not gonna spoil it too much, but it is a little spooky. It's a little Halloween-y. Um, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. If you enjoy this content, I will look forward to reaching your eyes and ears next week. Thank you.